The Donut Bag is brought to you by Penn Highway Marketplace, the marketplace for vintage goods, quality collectibles, and handmade crafts. It's where I get all my sports memorabilia. Go to facebook.com slash penhighway. That's facebook.com slash P-E-N-N-H-W-Y and mention I sent you. So we got one preseason game down and oh boy. I know we've been saying that the team has looked good. But and I know it wasn't against Tampa's starters, but dang, they looked good again in that game. They really did. Uh, you know, and it, it is tough because it's you. You in Pittsburgh, we I think you know we tend to want to just be. Yep, they're going. You know, seventeen and one or sixteen one whatever. We're going to the Super Bowl, and and you know then you lower the temptations. But I'm not saying you're going to the Super Bowl. But they've looked really good, Joe. Um, They've looked so good. They've got a problem right now, wide receiver. They've got all these guys are really playing well. I mean, even Cody White has looked really good at camp. Uh, he dropped the ball against Tampa. But, uh, you know, other than that, he's looked good. I mean, they got a log jam of receiver. Deontay's been looking fantastic. Uh, George Pickens. So, I mean, let's get that off the table. That first drive, pick it to Pickens. Um, fantastic. Uh, you know, it, it, it looked good and uh, they look good at camp. Uh, there's been most of the defensive backs have had trouble covering Kenny or uh, Pickens, not just Joey Porter Jr. Um, everybody's been having trouble covering him. Uh, he's got to be your breakout star. He's, he's got to be close to it. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, in Miles Boyk and Allen Robinson. And then you got Calvin Austin, who I've been I've been saying for weeks and months on your podcast. This is the guy I want to see. Last year, you don't realize how much I think that Matt Canada wanted him. He's going to be perfect on those end arounds. He's really, really good. And boom, he's bringing it. Uh, he looked great on that catch. And uh, talk about that, Joe. They were throwing the ball downfield. They were going deep. <laughs> Actually, and Woo! they threw it in the middle of the field. What's happening? Is this is yeah. this the parallel universe or something? Right, and Terry Bradshaw and Swan and Stallworth come back. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They it got a problem. Just... Yeah, they got a problem at wide receiver. Um, you know, there's only yeah. so many spots. They got they got a lot of they got a lot of uh battles. They got a lot of decisions to make with this roster. Um, uh, wide receiver, obviously, Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Allen Robinson, Calvin Austin. Those are locks. Um, I'm hearing Gunnar Olszewski is a lock too because, uh, probably because of he's a he's a good returner. And he's, so he's then, teams, yeah, yeah. So then you got basically three players for one spot: Cody White, Miles Boykin, and uh, Heen Butler. And I think it comes down to special teams. And and Miles Boykin is good at special teams, so he's probably going to get that shot. So that means Cody White. Bye, Hakeem Butler. Bye. That sucks. Yeah, and Hakeem Butler's had some up and down camps. Some days he looks good, some days he doesn't look good. I uh, dropped a couple today, uh, just not great. And Bro, you know, he, yeah, I mean, it's been it. it's been uh, up and down for him. And really, I don't think you can afford to have a much of an up and down camp right now with as good as some of these wide receivers had. I think a lot of people were were ready to say Cody White. Might have a chance, but then he drops that ball in the preseason game. Not that that's the the death sentence, but um, you know he's going to help. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I mean it's uh, <laughs> even Mason Rudolph looked great. 
Uh, and, and he's a guy who had not had a good camp until this point. He comes out and he looked, I thought he looked better than Trubisky. Yeah. He, you know, he looked good. Uh, so I was happy to see Mason Rudolph out there doing well. And uh, yeah, um, the defense was fantastic. Uh, it, it really was a, a pretty good showing from our defense. I think basically at this point, uh, Nick Herbig has endeared himself to Steeler fans. I mean, when you when you sit there and say, I, I was bored to be a Pittsburgh Steel, well, buddy, your jersey sales just went through the roof. Exactly. Uh, that's that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else? What else can you say to endure yourself the Steeler game to the Steeler fans? Uh yeah. You know, I really like I really like when when my sandwich has fries and coleslaw or right. Uh 13 snaps in that Tampa game. Uh I think they are gonna try to work him in more against Buffalo this Saturday. But he looked fantastic in the 13 snaps he was in. It led to the best quote of the game. He comes off the field, and Mike Tallman yells, does anybody else have a younger brother? (laughs) Fantastic. Um, So, yeah, you know, all of a sudden, this defense is really uh, starting to look. Quan Alexander, uh, I think think you and I did a podcast either the day they brought him in or, like, the day after, and we talked about how this could be interesting. Well, it's gotten really interesting. Uh, he was very effective uh, against the Buccaneers. He played 23 snaps. He looked good doing it, uh, you know, and he he's, yeah, solid. So there's two guys there that are contributing. And all of a sudden, uh, and you addressed this a lot this offseason, the linebacker core, big concern, starting to look a lot better, a lot better. Juan Alexander looked like a wrecking crew out there. Man, I, I, I might be in love. And that 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 thing that he got a penalty for, ah, uh, that was so annoying. Like that's just a good solid hit. Oh, come on! I know, I know. Uh, you know, and then he stuffed Keyshawn Washington, and and on that third and one, forced a punt. I mean, that's that's the kind of stuff you want to see. Uh, so he's he's delivering. Herbig's delivering. It it, it uh, hey big, he's delivering. It, it's looking good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they have a big question at an offensive line also, and that's Kendrick green. And, you know, this whole thing of, well, maybe he's, maybe he could be a fullback or whatever. It's like, okay, bro, you actually have to do, do well on the offensive line. And once again, he was terrible. Like he, 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 he just don't bad. have it. He just don't got it. No. And, and it's just, unfortunately, you know, he's had an interesting career, too. He, he started as a defensive tackle. Illinois moved him into a guard. He ended up playing center, center guard. So he played around a little bit. And, again, you know, tenacity's there. Um, the, the the will's there. He's he's a guy, his arms are not long enough to play center. You figure you have that nose tackle, that defensive tackle lining three inches across from you, and basically, boom. And he just does not – he got pushed around – Two years ago, he spent more time in Ben's lap than he did. You know, uh, he didn't play very much last year at the position. I think uh, I don't think he's going to make the roster, Joe. Uh, you know, I mean, if the fullback thing was working out, I think we would have saw it more. Um, but I, the funny thing they've had happen lately, it happened uh, today, happened uh, Sunday. Darnell Washington, first of all, he is pancaking guys. I don't know if you noticed that on a couple of those plays, but he on those jet sweeps. He not only he pancaked the one kid, and then he concealed three different blocks on on the other ones. He is blocking well. And then what's happened? He's been catching the ball, 
And when he starts going, nobody wants to tackle. He he's just a massive human. Uh, and it, that it happened today. Uh, I can't remember the young guy's name. He's probably not going to make the team. Number thirty-eight. Uh, he's defensive back. Uh, he wanted nothing to do with him. You know, he, he, <laughs> he thought about it about a ten-yard play. He turns up field, and it was like almost like, oh my god! And, and <laughs> he's becoming. He's going to be a fine addition to the team. So, yeah, there's going to be some interesting, uh, interesting things going in the mix. And just like we talked about in week one, Steelers bring in, uh, you know, Alexander. Now they bring in Xavier Valaday, who got waived by the Texans. So I thought, okay, running back, I'm obviously uh, Najee's coming in. Uh, we, you've got the number two spot pretty much solidified. Anthony McFarland probably makes the team, but now you bring in this kid who, who had a tremendous year in the Pac-10. Uh, he had 16 touchdowns, two years over a thousand yards rushing. Uh, for whatever reason, didn't get drafted. The Texans picked him up as an undrafted free agent. Must have not saw anything. Cut him. Steelers picked him right up. So who knows? Um, you might see Valaday play Saturday. I I don't know if McFarlane actually makes the team. I don't know um, either because I don't think McFarlane plays special teams. No, and I, and and I think. I think that's what you need to do if you if you want to be you know a bubble guy you need to at least play special teams. Um, but the from what I understand, I think there's like I think the size of the practice squad is like sixteen or something like that. So yeah, you know there's certain rules for you know how how you know what what kind of players they could have or something like that. But hey, maybe. You know, maybe a lot of these guys were talking about being cut. Maybe we could stash them on the practice squad or something. But yeah, um, you know, I've seen um, uh, Ray Fittipaldo, the Post Gazette, put out a uh, projection of the fifty-three man roster, and he only had two running backs, basically because of um, of Hayward. You know, yeah, Connor Hayward could come in there and play. Yeah, Connor Hayward could be a backup running back, and it can be a backup tight end. So, you know. That's you know, and, and maybe maybe they'll actually keep four tight ends. You <laughs> talked mean, about Yinzers losing their shit. If Connor Hayward gets the ball and he starts running and running guys over and scores a touchdown, they'll go nuts. Oh my goodness! That's our it's like nephew. That's our it's like yeah, another okay. another younger brother. There we yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, um, they will they will go nuts. It'll be it'll be fun. But yeah, um, I think McFarland's a fine third down back. But they just you're right, Joe. They might just not need him. Uh, he's a guy that probably get picked up pretty quickly by another roster. And I think Cody White's yeah. probably another guy too, but maybe that's a deal. They, they keep the running back core short and maybe they keep a couple wide receivers in there. I, I don't know. Um, you know, you got to wonder if miles Boykin's going to make this, you know, squad. He probably does, but it, it it's really going to be interesting during cut down day. Really going to be interesting. Probably going to be a few, few guys in there. It's going to surprise some people, but to your original point, Kendrick Green's not going to be one of them. If Kendrick Green gets cut, not going to be surprised. I would, yeah, I would not be surprised. You, you got to do something on offensive line. Yeah, that and you know, unfortunately, probably goes down as one of the worst draft picks in in the Tomlin era. He, that was just a not not a great pick for where he was picked at. Um, Ben Roethlisberger got a lot of crap for saying on his podcast uh, this week. It's like, hey. My last year, you drafted a guy that's your fullback now. And, you know, people obviously always want to trash Ben Roethlisberger, but he's absolutely right. 
It's like, yeah. hey, this is my last year in the league, and you're putting me with a rookie, a third-round rookie that may or may not be good. Like, dude, why couldn't you pick up somebody, some, you know, even even like the, you know, like J.C. Hassenauer or something would have been better than than Green, who just – He's just a, he's a turnstile. He's he's worse than a turnstile. He actually I think he helps the defensive lineman hit the quarterback. Yeah, yeah, no, and you know, just with my history with some of the stuff in the Big Ten, there was a, people were texting me, "Hey, Big Ten, what do you think about this guy?" And it's like, uh, you know, he was okay at Illinois. Uh, I mean, you know, he was noticeable. He was a good player in the field, but I don't see him being a good NFL center. Well, he wasn't a good NFL center. Uh, yeah, so yeah. you know, I thought. If there were a chance for Kendrick Green, it was last offseason, hit the weight room, maybe work on your technique somehow. Maybe there's a chance. And, and I think that was it. You know, he didn't do any, hardly anything last year. So I just don't see him making the team. Um, he was, I don't think he dressed once all year. I, I don't think he did. I, I, I could be wrong, but I, I don't think he did. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so he's going to be gone. Uh, let's stick on that offensive line a little bit. What do you think of Broderick Thomas? Broderick, Broderick, Broderick Jones. Um, <laughs> Broderick Jones, yeah. Thomas I thought I thought he was fine, but I'm hearing maybe Dan Moore might actually still hold on to that starting job, even if Broderick Jones is doing well. I think he will too. Just and I, I think that's more of a of a, a of a reflection of that, those first three opponents. I mean, again, going against you know Bosa, uh, uh, Hardgrave, you got Miles Garrett in there. Uh, it, it's a tall order those first three games. Um, but you know, I mean, Tomlin's obviously given him a look. I mean, if you want to even use the term, it's his pet project, I guess. Maybe uh, he played more snaps than anybody on either side of the ball, so they yeah. obviously were giving him a hell of a look. And he's, I would assume, he's probably going to get a good look again against Buffalo, uh, who's, who's got a pretty stout defensive line of their own. So uh, I think we get a feel. Uh, get that, uh, get that experience. Yeah, I like he, it. You know, and he, I, I guess maybe we sound like hypocrites, you know, you know, Kendrick Green was drafted fairly high. He wasn't a first round pick, uh, but for what you invested in this guy, if you, if it takes a little time, I'm okay with it. I, you know, I think it's unrealistic to say, oh, he's got to be in there. He's going to be an all pro tackle or all pro guard or wherever they're going to put him. He'll be all pro. Yeah, well, hold on. You know, I know he's a monster. He's a mountain. He's got all the physical attributes, but again, we all know that the biggest difference from the NCAA to the NFL is speed. And, you know, so what do you want to let him do? What if he does let Miles Garrett blow by? What if he does let, you know, bad week against Bosa? That's not good for the psyche either. So I, I think right. I get where the Steelers are going with this. Uh, so we'll see how it pans out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's fascinating. I, and I, I remember you kept saying last year how it sucked that they, they wasted a seventh round pick on that stupid quarterback that they never even bothered. They never even bothered – doing anything in camp literally did not throw one pass. That was the stupidest thing ever. Well, this year they spent a seventh round draft pick on that Spencer Anderson, who is basically a Swiss army knife on the offensive line. And he's looked awesome and he's probably going to make the team. He probably is. Well, it's like, I think, and I, I the kid that they could have had the kid that the bears drafted and he ended up being a starter for them last year. and was probably one of the lone, uh, shining things about the Chicago Bears offense last year, and Nick, the Steelers could have had him. So, yeah, I mean, it's like we talk a little bit about fantasy football here. It's like you get down to that 14th or 15th round, you're like, all right, who do I want? Who's the Eagles backup, backup tight end? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and Or you're thinking, well, maybe make a smart pick and pick the guy that backs up my run, whatever. 
they just that was a throwaway pick. Uh, plain and simple. And hey, if you and I have a throwaway pick in fantasy, Joe, at, at Permani Brothers, uh, we're gonna live to see the next day. You're a professional football team, you shouldn't have throwaway picks. I'm sorry. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was a yeah. big misstep. Um yeah. I I I thought Keanu Benton looked really good. That's uh really encouraging. He 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 looked really disruptive. Uh, but but Joey Porter Jr.'s hurts, and I really hope that that it's nothing serious with that hamstring. Yeah, funny thing on that, I was going to mention that tonight. So I don't think it is because he was back in pads and practice the next day, um, and he did again today. So I think he's okay. I think it was just you know a calf thing. They were being precautious. Speaking of calves, what's going on with uh, our buddy uh, over there in in Bengaland? Because he went down, he got shot with that calf injury, Joe Burrow. It's like, oh, it's a calf injury. It might, yeah, it could be a little bit worse. Because I'll tell you what, if Trevor Simeon has to play more than three games for the Bengals this year, they're not making the playoffs. No, no. Uh, <laughs> what was that? What was that report? It was, I think, Jamar Chase told him, said something like, you know what? Just sit out the first five games. It's okay. Yeah. Like, bro, if he sits out the first five games, the Bengals are toast. Yeah, you guys are picking early next year in draft. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know you guys got this great receiving core. Uh, Trevor Simeon's not the guy to give it to you. That was um, like the first day in practice. I was like, oh, my God, Joe Burrow's hurt. I think he got carted off or something like that. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God. They're like, no, 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 it's okay. It's just a calf. It's like, I think that's a lot more serious than that. Yeah. So to your point, I mean, is it a concern? It might be. I would be more concerned if he wouldn't have – if he was still – walking in sweats um and but he, you know he he's he suited up here the last couple of days uh and to the Steeler fans that are on there i i love this they're they're bashing tom a little about being in pads know the rule okay when the regular season starts the cba says you can only practice in pads so many times one of the reasons tomlin does this is to get him in pads i have no problem with it they probably oh, practice in pads more than any other team we haven't seen anything big uh, injury-wise. So, yeah, I mean, it's fine. I think Joey Porter Jr. is fine. Um, yeah, it, it, it's good to go. Um, he, he has said that he really wants to play in at least a little bit of a preseason game because he said, I don't want my first NFL experience to be in a regular season game. Which yeah. is a good he point. Said, I don't want my first NFL experience to be my first NFL experience. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting too. We didn't talk about this, and I, I wrote, I marked it down here. So I, I did think of this, and it, last Wednesday we're sitting there waiting for the team to come out. Um, and practice was supposed to start at one fifty-five. I always put those funny times out, um, and we're sitting. That's when I kind of we talked a little bit earlier. I, I ran into a certain Pittsburgh media guy. We we're standing there, and Steve Smith comes out head to toe in Steeler gear, and I'm sitting there, and, and like, and you can hear the rumbles. Is that is that Steve Smith? That looks like Steve Smith. What is Steve Smith doing? Like, what? Only Mike Tomlin, and we can we be, we're critical of him here on this show too. But only Mike Tomlin can convince Steve Smith. Hey, Steve, I need help on the receiving core. Bam, here he is. And bam, the receiving cores looked really good. Maybe the best part of training camp has been their receiving core and the, and the, the new way things are going with Kenny Pickett. So I don't know if Steve Smith's here to stay. It, he doesn't show in the coaching roster. But he's there in Steeler merch. He's on the field like a coach. 
He's there with Deontay. He's there with George Pickens. I've seen him with Allen Robinson. I mean, welcome to the Steelers, Steve Smith. Steve, he was, I mean, he was like, he was like a, like a legend with the Panthers, but then he went to the Ravens. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Getting the enemy to help us. Jeez. Right. And, you know, and you take a look at what Mason Rudolph did in those two passes. He was 7 to 12 for 132 yards. Pretty good day by Mason Rudolph. Yeah. I know. I know it's preseason, folks. I know it's preseason. But the passes he had, the 67-yarder to Austin, the 24-yarder strike to, to uh, Connor Hayward, um, all those passes they set up, um, and then I think Pickens 67-yarder too, those were the longest plays in Steeler play since 2021. I, I'm I'm telling you, I think I know his future. I think he's getting traded. I think at some point somebody's going to be down a quarterback, and there and we have we got we got the best third string quarterback in the league. Yeah, right. let's go. Right. Um, I I just mean I, I mean that was part of it, but I just mean that, that the receivers are they're getting downfield, they're getting open. The only one that I thought in in defense, I guess, of Mitch Trubisky on that interception. You know, I think he could have got up a little bit and high pointed that ball. He jumped a little late on the route. Uh, I'd say that interception is probably 50 50 on Mitch. Um, but most of the receivers have looked very solid. You know, uh, Steve Smith was really working with them, especially like kind of getting out of their getting out of their stance and getting open quickly, uh, which is something he did very well. Uh, you yeah. know, they were running these little drills and they've, they've been running them for the last couple of weeks. Uh, or well practices that he's at least been to that I've seen uh, and, and they've been doing well. They've been just getting open for Kenny um, and it's going to be really interesting. And I'm not sure, I guess if Allen Robinson's going to be the slot probably looks like he is It's a hell of a slot receiver to have and him and Kenny Pickett have made some nice connections uh, during training camp. Rudolph has and Trubisky has with them. I mean, that's a great question. We've heard very good things about Robinson, but we've also heard good things about Calvin Austin. So are we running four wide receiver sets? Are we running four tight end sets? Are we are we going to we have 15 people on the off? I don't know how this I, thing is going to go. I'm, I'm honestly trying to think, you know, I, I, I can't remember, I guess, A.B. at his height. I can't remember we've had a guy with as much speed as Calvin Austin has. Uh, and look, we all hated the jet sweeps. We hated the jet sweeps because you ran them 16 times a game or a game or on third and 11. And they That's never worked. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you run one on third and four and it goes for 40 yards, I guarantee you we're going to love it. Right. Uh, it, it's right. just possible with his, his speed. You know, he, he technically probably ran a four, two at the combine. They clocked it at a four, three. There was a dispute with the clock the day he ran a combine. Um, but that combine test, he looked like, you know, top tier. So, you know, obviously that injury he suffered last year uh, hasn't held him back. He's stronger than ever, and he's looked fantastic. If he could stay healthy, my goodness, what a weapon. Ooh. Yeah, um, and so, yeah, Steve Smith comes in. Uh, Matt Canada is opening the offense a little bit. Uh, I hate to say it to give credit where it's got to go, but Baltimore's been opening their offense in their camp too. I think the Ravens might be a little bit better than what you and I thought if they continue to go this way. Uh, I thought uh, we'll see. We'll see. But um, I think the Steelers are going to – I don't think they have a choice. they got to open it up this year. And from what I'm seeing, the things they're doing, uh, whether it's bringing in Steve Smith or, or, or going back to the drawing board, it's starting to work. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, this could be a really good team. Even, you know, even some of the Steelers 
naysayers, you know, the big ones out there in ESPN land are starting to say, you know what? This team's looking good. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I mean, before, you know, during the off season, all we heard was if you were in Pittsburgh, you liked Kenny Pickett. If you're outside of Pittsburgh, you hated Kenny Pickett because all you looked at was last year's numbers. (laughs) And now people are, you know, people, it was just one drive, but dang, he looked good. And, uh, you know, this, this upcoming, uh, game, they're probably going to play the, the starters a little bit more. So we'll see how that goes. Should be fun. You know, you have, you have DeMar Hamlin coming back and, you know, he's going to bring a, a pretty yeah. large, uh, crowd. What a great story that has been with him. Uh, tremendous young man. I, I, I hate to even reminisce about what happened last year because it really just was that scary. Um, but you know, he'll have, he'll have a very large contingent and we know how Buffalo fans travel, whether it's the Sabres or the Bills, uh, they're always down here. So I, I think Saturday, will, for some of these younger guys, like Joey Porter Jr., who wants to get in there and get some playing time, it's going to be about as close to a real NFL game as they've seen. You know what? That's, you know, before it was four preseason games and like nobody cared, but now there's only three and there's only one home game. I bet right. that thing is going to be sold out. So I think it's going to be all, you know, not like a Steeler game, but, but, like a, not like a regular season game, but yeah. kind of close. I mean, usually it's it's just like a joke, and and you know people don't even show up. But I think it's going to be a good attendance. Yeah, and here's a little shout out to to Pomp and Charlie Batch. I know you like to give out the shout outs to the Steeler fans from Ireland and South Africa and Wales and wherever it is, but I want you to recognize Chuck from Blonox. You know, I mean it's it's yeah. always. It's always somebody, but I, I just, you know, I, I just. No, that's funny. Out. It's like, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's easier to come from Ireland than it is from the come from Route 28. <laughs> yeah. At this point it is. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. he, he, yeah. He way easier, way easier to go on a flight and go through customs than go through whatever the hell construction they got going on on that damn road for yeah. all, all of my life. All of my life on that Verona's watching. We gotta recognize her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but it's fun when when Pomp and, and uh Batch are doing it. It was kind of fun to watch that last Friday. Uh so yeah, I mean I one thing that I saw today, I had a chance I didn't could I couldn't stay most of the day. One thing that I found that was today, Percy Harvin has been killing it. He hit six bombs, maybe five, five or six punts today. And I'm telling you. They were absolute bombs. They were exactly what you wanted, um, you know, consecutive punts, and they were end down, nose down, which is what, you know, you want to see. Um, the punting battle has been a little bit fun, but I, I think Percy Harvin may finally be where they really saw him at. So I think it's his battle to lose, but he's been looking really good. I heard he single-handedly won the the, uh, the punting competition today. Yeah, I, I heard there were just amazing punts. It was, there were some moves and Oz. There really were. Uh, he was putting it up there. I didn't see Steve Smith today uh, again, but then again, I wasn't there as long as I had in a couple days. So I don't know. Uh, I, I'm kind of still curious to see where that's going to go. Yeah, that's 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 weird. I wonder I wonder if the Ravens are like, dude, what are you doing over there? What's going, what's wrong with you? Yeah, that would yeah, be like I, like Heinz Ward going to help the uh, the Ravens wide receivers or something like oh, that. Like, oh, that would be oh. That that would that would hurt. <laughs> that, that would hurt. So yeah, Joe. Um, Saturday night, Heinz Field. Oh, sorry, Acrisure Stadium. See, I know that. I used. To, I even tweeted that last week. I said Acrisure can Acrisure as much as they want to Acrisure, 
but everyone's going to still call it Heinz Field, unless you're in Aliquippa, who is now the new Heinz Field. Yeah. Uh, which I happened to be at last week, and we we lit that field, and uh, it looks great. Uh, the Quips are they have a new whole new stadium. It looks fantastic. But yeah, this this Saturday at Acrisure, uh, it's going to be a fun environment. The, were there any bottle? Were there any like ketchup bottles or anything? Yeah, there's a they have a they have a, the Heinz thing and there's like a all right, yeah, all right, not, not the size that they had at at the original one, but yeah, I mean, what an amazing story. Aliquip is such an amazing story. Good for oh, them. I mean, they they're such a tiny school and they kick butt every single year in uh in football and it's They'll amazing play anybody anywhere you know uh dr woods he's the superintendent there i've been working with him he's just a great guy big football fan uh he has a super staff lined up there to take care of that field and it, it's going to be fun their first scrimmage is this saturday too against uh the hickory hornets of hermitage pa uh so the red and black versus the red and black that'll be a fun one there but uh high school football getting into gear here and that's that's just why this is all so much fun steelers are getting there preseason Next week, we get to talk about going to Carolina, which that whole stadium will be a sellout of Pittsburgh fans. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Goal. Uh, and then you get to this and we get down to the cutdowns. Who's making the team? Who didn't make the team um, it, in high school football? Throw it all in there. And it's just so much fun, man. It's, it's college just, is starting pretty soon. College is starting pretty soon. Yep. Yeah. Somebody the asked official- me who, who the, the first game. There's always something soon. I know. Uh, Penn State and WVU kick off, but that's not till September second. Who who's Pitt's home opener, with their 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 first opponent? I think it's Wofford or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all I know is it's it doesn't matter who Pitt plays. It's that it's when and it's during Ribfest. Yes, that's the important <laughs> thing. You got you got you gotta go down. You gotta go down to Heinz Field and get or or Akers or whatever and get. Go go get go walk by all of those um, rib rib things with their eight hundred uh, trophies. Each of them has like a million trophies that like take up the entire. Thing. You need to you need to put a jar there for every for the rest of the year for every time we say Acrisure instead of Acrisure. <laughs> you put a dollar in, and then like at Christmas right. time, you take it down to Children's Hospital. That's right. We donate it, but put it in like a jar. jar. Hey, I I still call it Star Lake, and I'm still going to call it Twitter. So everybody calls it Star Lake, and it and that's worse because it's had like 15 different sponsors, and we're like, hey, who's at Star Lake? Yeah, it's right. Post Gazette Pavilion. No, it's the the Ford Amphitheater. <laughs> no, it's 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 Star Lake. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They 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 try to come up with every every little stupid name. But it's like, no, nah, it's Star Lake, yeah. duh. No, uh, I I think you're right. I think you see the stars play a little bit more. Uh, I am interested to see uh, where Broderick Jones is going to play, uh, how often he plays. We play that, we play that uh, large amount of snaps. We had 49 snaps uh, last week. Will we play that many this week? You know, so uh, interesting. And I, if Mike Tomlin, if anything, he will always give you a chance. I wouldn't be surprised to see Kendra Green back out there and be like, okay, you know what, we're going to give you another, you know, as much as we can. And that way, when it comes down to that 53-man roster, Joe. They can say, look, we gave you chances in Tampa. We gave you chances in Buffalo. Right. So I wouldn't surprise surprise to see him. Or if they have, if they are that inclined to keep Kendrick Green, if they're going to pull that halfback, fullback, whatever they're going to put him in, we better see it against Buffalo and it better work, right? Exactly. 
Exactly. Now, if they do that and he fumbles, then get out of here. Get, <laughs> get out of here. He might not make it back to but, the but, yeah. yeah. But if he pulls like a refrigerator parry or something like that and, and rumbles in the end zone, uh he, he yeah, might be he might be a hero. Yeah. yeah, right. So yeah, lots of good stuff. Can't wait to see the Buffalo game. Um yeah, it'll be good to be back. Sounds good. All right. We'll see what happens. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Joe. Have a good night. You too. See you.